Well, hey, good morning, church. Are you ready for the Word of God? I want to encourage you to follow along with today's topic. Uh, just go to christian.com.ph slash notes, and you can download the outline. You could print it, or just follow along, because today we're going to wrap up the grand finale of our series titled, Do You See What I See? God is asking us, bawat isa sa atin, ang tanong na, do you see what I see? Because you will never know yourself kung di mo alam how God sees you. Ako'y naniniwala, you'll never know yourself kung di mo kilala ang Diyos. Kung ang view ng Diyos ay malinaw, accurate, then you can truly start to know yourself. And you'll never have a good, healthy, accurate relationship sa sarili mo unless you have a good, healthy, accurate pagtingin sa, sa Diyos. Plus, you cannot possibly love yourself and have a good self-image kung hindi mo nakatanggap ng pag-ibig ng galing sa Diyos para sa'yo. And you can't possibly see others and deal with other people in a healthy way. Hindi maaring makaroon ng magandang relationship sa iba if you don't see yourself correctly. The greatest command, sabi ni Jesus, was to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. But the second greatest commandment was to love others, listen, as you love yourself. It's impossible to truly love others if you don't first love yourself. You cannot give what you do not have. It would be very hard for you to understand other people or be compassionate sa ibang tao or patient or give mercy or forgiveness sa ibang tao kung hindi mo nakikita ang sarili mo how God sees you. But when you see yourself and treat yourself as valuable, basi sa, sa pagtrato ng Diyos sa'yo, then you'll start to see others and treat others the way that God wants you to. And if you don't believe that God values you, then you won't value other people. Remember, God sees you as acceptable and lovable and forgivable and capable. And if we start having this healthy and accurate, uh, true perspective of God and of self, it will start to change the way we see other people. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11 to 16 says, We know what it means to fear the Lord. So we try to persuade others. We are ruled or we are compelled by the love of Christ. Now we recognize that one man died for everyone. He died for all so that those who live should no longer live for themselves but only for him who died and was raised to life for their sake. No longer then do we judge anyone by human standards. Anyone who is joined to Christ is a new being. The old is gone, the new has come. All of this is done by God, who, through Christ, changed us from enemies into his friends and gave us the task of making others his friends also. Here we are then, speaking for Christ, as though God himself were making his appeal through us. We plead on Christ's behalf, 
let God change you from enemies into his friends. And we beg you who have received God's grace not to let it be wasted. This is a great verse that talks about ang pakikipag-ugnayan sa ibang tao. And I want to give you just three simple things. Look, listen, and feel. Una, look around and actually see people. I mean, not just notice, but see people. Because oftentimes, when we're going around, sa, even sa bahay or sa, sa bayan, sa work, madalas na people just are like invisible to us. But Jesus taught us, by example, kung paano na masdan mo talaga ang mga tao. See them. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 36, the Bible said that when Jesus looked out over the crowds, his heart broke. They were so confused and aimless, like sheep without a shepherd. Now, what are we going to do when we look at people? Look at their spiritual needs. We all have a spirit. Lahat ng tao, your family members have a spirit. Your co-workers have a spirit. Your friends, even your neighbors, have a, everyone has a spirit. At katulad ng isang katawan, our spirit needs to be fed. A spirit needs exercise, health, rest, protection. All spirits have needs. And so when you go and, and look at your family, isipin mo, ano yung mga spiritual needs nila? When you go to work, look around at your co-workers, your clients or suppliers and say, Lord, show me their needs. Look at your neighbors. Don't just pass by as if they are invisible. Really look at them and see, just like Jesus saw, kung ano yung spiritual needs nila. And Paul, the apostle, saw spiritual needs of the people sa community niya. In Acts chapter 17, Paul was in Athens, and the Bible said he was greatly upset when he noticed how full of idols the city was. So he held discussions with the people every day. The people that worshiped God in the synagogues, but also just the people in the public, in the public square. Anybody who happened to come by. Paul was sensitive and aware. He was looking at the people's spiritual needs. Sometimes we just see people as, you know, vendor or driver or manong guard. We need to see people the way God sees them. You know, one time, nainis ako kasi may mga bata, no, nanggugulo. Uh, napaka-rebellious sa mga bata and yung mga, yung mga actions nila maingay and so somehow it affected me nainis ako and Bambi corrected me because she said look at their background sabi niya tingnan mo kung anong situation nila sa barangay nila sa bahay nila you know kaya pala ganun sila ganun sila mag-behave ganun sila mag-isip because of where they are from and kung ano yung spiritual uh, pinagalingan nila, kung ano yung status nila. Minsan, you might see a drunkard. You might see a man abusive sa bahay. You know, nananakit sa asawa, sumisigaw. 
Yeah, all kinds of people do things basi sa kanilang spiritual uh, condition. And instead of just judging them from human perspective, instead of just saying, oh, that's a bad person, you know, she's, uh, she's a witch, she's a demon, yung mga ganon, why not look at their spiritual needs? Maaring yung tao na nananakit, he was also hurt sa kanyang tatay. Maybe the person is acting that way dahil sa kanyang loneliness or insecurity or takot siya. And maybe he's holding a grudge dahil mismo siya, he feels unforgiven. Or maybe he's hate, hateful because mismo siya, he hasn't yet received the love of God. So look at people's spiritual needs and bukod doon, look at their physical needs. You know, Acts chapter 3 Peter and John were going to pray sa temple and they saw a man doon sa daan na humihingi ng pera, nagbebeg. And the Bible said that Peter looked at him, you know, they looked right at him and said, look at us. And the guy was asking for money. But Peter and John knew this guy has deeper needs. He has spiritual needs. He needs Jesus. So somehow, sabay-sabay, they are seeing and thinking about his spiritual needs, but they didn't stop there. They reached down, pulled his hand, helped, helped him get up, and sabi nila, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. The man was asking for money, but Peter and John knew he had other physical needs. Hindi lang pera. He needed a miracle. He needed to be able to, to walk, to go to work. To, and the Bible says he was healed and went running and jumping and praising God. And it's, it's the lifestyle of the apostles. And it should be our lifestyle to deliver all of God's benefits. Peter and John understood kung ano na accomplish ni Jesus sa cross. And they knew that they could be the delivery person of those benefits of healing, of joy, of uh, redemption. In Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 13, when Jesus saw this woman who was, who was bent over and she couldn't walk straight, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her and immediately she straightened up. Ito yung ginawa ni Jesus. Tinulungan niya ang mga tao in their physical, practical needs. He helped people walk again. He helped people stand up straight again. He helped people have food to eat. He helped people get hope again. He healed the blind eyes and opened up deaf ears. Jesus was a very physical, hands-on distributor of the benefits of God. Now, how can you and me see people? How can we go through our world, our Monday to Sunday schedule, looking at people the way God looks at them? Una, slow down. You know, dahan-dahan. May pagkasabi sa U.S. na the faster you drive, the less you see. And it's true, the faster you live your life, the less you will see other people. So we need to slow down and start noticing people. 
Second thing is to give eye contact. You know, today there's a lot of face masks, so it's hard to give a full facial expression. Pero buti na lang, hindi pa ma, na hindi pa na mandate na kailangan na matakpan yung mata. Okay, so it's good. We can still show our eyes and we can still see other people's eyes. And the eyes are like the window into a person's soul. Kaya mahalaga na we look at people's eyes. Give eye contact and show sincerity. Show the love of God. Yeah, you know, minsan kahit walang salita sa gamit ng mata, you can distribute the love of God to people. God sees us. And whatever God does for us, kung ano yung pagtrato ng Diyos sa atin, we can give that to other people. One of the names of God was El Roi, which means the God who sees me. Did you know God sees you? He watches over you. His eyes give attention to your situation. He cares about your spiritual needs. He cares about your physical needs. God just has his attention on you lagi. So we need to see other people then. We need to give our attention sa mga tao. When Jesus saw people like harassed and they were like sheep without a shepherd. And maybe you will see people this week na ganon din. Maaring makikita mo mga tao na worried na worried. Takot na takot. You might see people who are struggling with offenses and hurts. You might see people that really have physical needs and they just need a little help. It could be financial. It could be some physical, practical things. But when you start to see people the way God sees them, God will use you to change the people in your world. The second thing that we can do is listen proactively sa mga tao. Yeah, when God deals with you and you start to see yourself ayon sa pagtingin ng Diyos sa'yo, then you can now have a healthy self-image so you can now start to listen to other people. Hindi na kailangan na sila laging makinig sa'yo. Sila ang laging uh, mag-encourage sa'yo. Sila ang laging tumutulong sa'yo. Now you can start to be the giver and not just the receiver. Madalas sa mga conversations, we we hear people talking, but we're not really listening to what they're saying. It's it's almost like we're just waiting for our chance to talk. You know, and we're only interested in a conversation about me, about my needs or my problems or my concerns. But when you start to see people like Jesus does, you will start to listen to them, listen to their stories, you know, and, and God can use you to give them a word. I say a word because every day God has a word for you. So the first thing about listening to others is first listen to the voice of God. That's what I call daily bread. Sabini Jesus man shall not live by physical bread alone, but by every word of God. So when Jesus um, daily got his bread, lagi siya nakikinig sa, sa amanya, and in John chapter 5, verse 30, sabi ni Jesus, of myself, I am unable to do anything. 
But as the voice comes to me, so I give a decision. Jesus said, I can't make decisions on my own brain. I have to hear the Lord. I need to listen to my Father. And Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 27, my sheep will hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Buti na lang ang mga taga SFCC, your followers of Jesus. And you can hear the voice of Jesus. That's why you take notes. That's why lagi kang uh, aware, lagi kayong listening when the word of God is being spoken. But every day before you listen to other people at work, at home, before you make decisions, laging dapat may baon ka na word from God. And when you go out into your day, may dala ka ng baon na yan. Pagdating sa work, may baon ka na word of God. Something that you heard from the Lord na maaring nangangailangan mo sa work or sa family. Maybe there's a word of God that you will deliver at your school or to a neighbor. Every week, pagdating sa cell group, sana puspus ka sa word of God. At meron kang laging fresh bread na dinadala mo. Dapat lagi tayong dala ng word of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 talks about a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge is like something that you got from God. Not You didn't get it from your own study or dahil matalas ang tenga mo, nakikinig sa kasama chismis. No, you got a word of knowledge because God wanted you to minister to someone more effectively. But this only happens. You can only help other people when you first listen to God. You can listen to God because God listens to you. That's right. God listens to your prayers. He hears our cries. Second Chronicles 7 verse 14 said, I will hear them from heaven. These are my people who, who pray humbly. I will hear them from heaven and my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to their prayers offered in this place. I have chosen and consecrated this house. My eyes and my heart will be there at all times. Psalms 34 verse 15, the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears are open unto their cry. So when you listen to God, then you can more accurately listen to other people tell their stories. Makinig ka sa may ibang tao as they tell their stories, as they open up, and you'll find that God can use you to make a big impact. Did you know the word fellowship in Greek is the word koinonia, and it means sharing back and forth, not preaching, but exchanging your life with someone, engaging them. Galatians chapter 6, verse 2 said, Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the law of Christ. And 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15 says, Always be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks you about the reason for the hope you have. So if you're listening to people, you will bond with them and they will eventually trust you and they will ask you, Bakit ka ganyan? Bakit may pag-asa ka sa Panginoon? What is it that is making you so 
uh, dedicated, so committed to the Lord. There were people would ask different things, but you always be ready, always be listening for when they open up, when they ask you about your faith, about your hope. So we're going to look at people. I don't mean just look at them, but see people, really see them. We're going to listen to people proactively. Hindi yung naririnig, but nakikinig. And the third thing is to feel other people in their situation. Feel other people's situation. The, the word in psychology is to empathize. You know? And this season we're in right now, there's so much social distancing. And they like to, you know, tell everyone to stay one meter apart or maybe six feet even. But remember this. Jesus touched even when it was illegal to do so. He didn't have to heal them by touching them. He could have healed them from a social distance. He could have healed them just by speaking. He didn't have to touch them. He wanted to feel them and he wanted them to feel his love. And that's one of the very powerful ways that God can use you to be his hands, his feet, his ambassador in this world. To understand people, understand their situation, really feel it. In fact, a saying is understand before being understood. Ibig sabihin, try to understand. Alamin mo kung situation nila bago ka mapaniwanag ang situation mo. Romans chapter 12 verse 15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. As in, feel what they feel. If they're happy, feel it. Rejoice with them. If they're sad, you know, get into their world and feel what is the burden you have. See, Jesus mismo, na-feel niya yung mga feel natin. Hebrews 4.15 says that Jesus understands every weakness of ours because he was tempted in every way that we are, but he did not sin. Jesus experienced the same temptations, the same kind of struggles, the same kind of problems and disappointments, and he, he experienced it, so he feels you. And Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18 says, because he himself suffered... When he was tempted, he is able to help us when we are being tempted. So Jesus feels your temptation. He feels impagsubok nararanasan mo. He doesn't just let you feel it na magisa mo. He, he feels your situation so that you can also empathize with others and feel their situation. Bear one another's burdens it's not always easy. Hindi always uh, clean. Sometimes it's messy. It's dirty to forbear someone, to, you know, tiisin, pagchachaga, or to show compassion to other people. But that's what it's like to feel other people's situation. Also know that you can experience God feeling you, and you can feel his heart when you let God touch you. If Jesus touched the lepers, 
Don't you think he would touch you? Don't you think his heart is so soft towards you that he, if he was here right now physically, he would reach out and touch you. Kahit may dumi, kahit may baho, kahit alam mo na may spiritual na dumi, God would reach out and he has through the body of Christ. That's what God does today. He uses the body of Jesus to touch you, embrace you, comfort you. Second Corinthians chapter one, verse three and four says that he comforts us when we are in trouble so that we can share that same comfort with others in trouble. Psalms 34 verse 18 says the Lord is near to the brokenhearted. Listen, whatever God does for us is how we can treat others. So listen to this. This will change how you deal with other people. I believe that there's going to be a breakthrough in your life and in your relationships because of the shift, because of the way that you will change how you see other people. So instead of seeing people as, ay nako, uh, kakainis naman yan, bakulit siya, or that person is so bad, you're going to start to shift because you'll see that whatever God does for you, however God has treated you, is the way that he's empowering you to treat other people, to deal with them. John 13 verse 14, Jesus washed his disciples' feet. I am your Lord and teacher, and yet I washed your feet. Now you wash one another's feet. In John 15, verse 12, he said, love one another just as I have loved you. And in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, it says, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. So you see, it's how God treated you, and then you can overflow that. You can serve other people because Jesus washed your feet and served your greatest needs. You can forgive other people just as God in Christ has forgiven you. You can love other people, kahit na unlovable. Why? Because God had first loved you. So when you really start to see how God sees you, it will change the way you see yourself and it will change the way you see others. When you see others, really see their needs. Listen to them and feel them because that's what God has done for you. He sees you. Oh, the Bible says he knows your name. He has your name inscribed on the palm of his hand. He sees you. His eyes are toward you. The Bible says his face will shine on you, not away from you. He doesn't turn his back to you. He turns his back to your sins, but he lets his face shine upon you and he is gracious unto you. And then he listens to your prayers. He hears your cries. He hears even the meditations of your heart. Kahit hindi mo kayang i-express, the Holy Spirit helps us pray in groanings that words cannot express. But God can hear the groanings of your heart. He knows. He hears you. And he feels you. Every pain, 
and he has born kumbaga i pinasa ang iyong mga pagsubok he's taken your sin he's born on himself our sins in his body on the cross so that we will not live for ourselves but live for god and when we receive god's pagtingin sa atin how he hears us and how he feels us then we can now not be so self-conscious not to be so self-centered but we can be otherly minded and start to see other people see their spiritual needs see the physical practical needs that we can help with we can start listening to people we don't have to let everybody see us and hear us you can let other people talk and just listen just care just feel what they're going through feel their situation and i believe if you'll start practicing this god will use you mightily to change your world your family will start to experience the love of god flowing through you to them and they will never be the same again people at work at school people that you associate with kahit neighbors kahit na yung mga sabihin natin yung mga enemies that god will turn you into a bona fide ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ and use you to speak on his behalf and tell the world come on guys be reconciled to God be his friends I want to pray with you today as we wrap up this series do you see what I see are you seeing what God sees about you let's pray father we thank you na ang pagtingin mo sa amin ay uh, hindi bilang isang kaaway but you see us as a child as a friend as a beloved worthy of saving worthy of redeeming and thank you that you have valued you put value on our broken damaged lives thank you that you brought redemption you brought forgiveness you brought worth and love forgiveness and acceptableness onto this unworthy vessel. Tinatanggap na kita, Jesus, you just say that prayer, tinatanggap na kita bilang aking tanging tagapagligtas. Inaamin ko po na without you, wala akong magagawa. I have no worth. I can do nothing. Pero dahil sa iyong dakilang piyaya, ginawa niyo ako ng karapat dapat na tumanggap ng iyong mga benefits. And Lord, help me to receive every benefit and distribute also. Kung ano yung nagawa mo para sa akin, gawin mo akong isang delivery truck and to give other people that same love, that same compassion and patience. Help me not to see and judge other people by human standards, but to see them through your eyes, through the grace, and as they could be and will be in Christ when they receive your love. Amen and amen.